to another Keel Hall podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. All right, pirates, so I know I said that there was a lot of news, but there isn't actually a whole lot of news. Uh, instead, I got a chance to sit down and talk with Captain Falcor from the YouTube channel for about an hour 45, about an hour 40 or so, and we covered just about everything that isn't under NDA, and most of it comes with the speculation for what's coming in the future with Sea of Thieves, and a lot of that's just because we're both two really big fans of the lore, and as such, we wanted to kind of think about like some of the grandest ideas we could possibly think of of what could be coming in the game in the comics in the stories and we did find out from rare that they are working on a new book and new comics so here is the the actual audio i'm leaving it uncut uh so that way you have a chance to kind of listen to everything it's a really great uh conversation and i and i hope you enjoyed it as uh or i hope you enjoy it as much as i enjoyed actually having it with captain falcor so shout outs to captain falcor for uh having taken some time this weekend to sit down and talk with me and work on this and hopefully we'll get a chance to actually do this again in the future i hope so because it's so nice to be able to have good conversations about games with other people and speculate on some of the cool stuff that could be coming into the game. So if you like these ideas, uh, let Rare know. Please share this with uh, the devs. Point out at them and be like, hey, you guys really need to listen to this because it's, it's a good episode. So if not, I guess I don't really have to worry about it at that case. But regardless, um, I had a good time. I hope you enjoy uh, how much fun I had with him doing this. And uh, I'm going to have all of his links in the show notes as always because I want to make sure that if you don't know, I don't know how you wouldn't know who Captain Falcor is. He's so prominent on Twitter and YouTube that it's. I would be. I would. I would be remiss to mention that he is probably one of the top YouTubers for Sea of Thieves right now. And Sea of Thieves has done so much for his channel. So, um, God, I. I can't. I, I think that's. I can stop talking about that. But regardless, enjoy the next couple hours of conversation. And uh, as always, thank you, pirates. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for for reaching out to me. Uh, I'm postponing all of the other stuff like stories, questions, uh, all of that for next week when we get a little more information from Rare as we start getting into the three weeks of uh, lead up to tall tales to the anniversary update arena things like that when we get weekly updates from rare again and they get a little more in depth onto the the type of stuff that they're going to be doing and we can talk a little bit more about it then i'll start kind of fielding some of those questions that you've sent out uh reading some of those reviews that you've put in some of the stories that you've shared and we'll kind of get back to the the normal routine of episodes but for the beginning of the year i just wanted to take a a a few episodes if i can Uh, there's a couple more people that i want to talk to and uh, uh, some some from Rare as well that I, I want to have these conversations with before the big update comes because I think once the update comes, that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about for quite a while. So I wanted to take some time before then as there's going to be lighter news weeks and really kind of touch base with other community members and get the their side of the story, get get to know them a little bit better. And I had a great time doing this. So again, thank you, Pirates. I love you. I hope to see you on the Sea of Thieves. So, 
Falcor, I just kind of starting off, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I really appreciate you having me. Um, I've been wanting to chat with a lot of the the Sea of Thieves content creators for a long time. And I've I've been meaning to talk with Captain Jay and Jeff Perez, uh, just a, a few of the people out there who've done a lot of work. And over the last year, you've just kind of come out of nowhere and <laughs> just really stamped your, your uh, foot on the ground to, to kind of plant your spot and say, like, I'm part of this community as well, too. And I remember watching the the video that you put up of basically like who you are and who you are as a pod, podcaster and like how you got to you know playing CFEs and stuff. But I kind of wanted to let you kind of tell that story for the people that may not have like I don't know anyone that doesn't know you, but I figured someone out there <laughs> must not be interested in YouTube. And I would like to to kind of like have you tell me a little bit about like because you used to do like VR chat and Grand yes, Theft Auto yes, videos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you've been funny in all of them, which is which is <laughs> great because it, it's it's fun to go back and watch those. And I noticed that you're, you used to, you actually used to be a lot more like mature as far as like your um, like expletives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in moving into Sea of Thieves, I haven't really noticed that that much. No, that seems no. like something you, you've, curved off on purpose Mm -hmm. uh and um so like as a as a youtuber like what kind of got you into doing youtube well um i've always i've always loved doing video editing um i mean it was part of my i'm I'm a freelance graphic designer that's my um my job um and uh Mm -hmm. that usually involves doing uh people's weddings videos and really i want to i don't want to say boring but it it is boring (laughs) and uh yeah uh, but i I do enjoy doing video editing so i've always wanted the reason to do it um and i think that's partly what got me into youtube because i I enjoy playing games and i enjoy video editing so i was like well you know put the two together make a youtube account yeah um that's that's pretty much where it all stems from. So I, I started doing you know just anything I could get my hands on, and uh, it wasn't. I mean, I was enjoying doing it. I've always enjoyed doing it. But the thing is that the the, the views I was getting and uh, the comments I was getting was sort of putting me into an area where I was like, is there any point in doing this anymore? Because I'm literally, mm. you know, uh, casting my views about games and comedy and stuff to a, a dead audience, and I was like, there's really not much point in doing this. Um, so I, I, I guess the, you brought up me saying that about I was a lot more mature. Uh, when I say I was a lot more mature, I guess you could say I was a lot more immature back then. But uh, <laughs> I was uh, yeah, swearing whenever I could. Um, I would bring up controversial topics just to try and get views, really. I know that sounds very, very uh, vain, but it, it, it was a weird uh, point because you had to you had to sort of break through the, the YouTube shell, so to speak, to get into... Uh, the limelight yeah. so it, it, sometimes it was quite desperate I was doing things that were just you know um, I made one video I remember about uh, was it No uh, no Man's Sky yes the uh, game produced by Hello Games and um, mm-hmm. at the point there was all these portals around uh, that you couldn't activate so I made a very very clickbait style video saying that I opened the portal I managed to open the portal and it was essentially I think it was actually an April Fool's video and uh, I was yeah. walking around uh, doing all these different things and telling people how to open the portals. And it was basically an April Fool's where it was portal- portaling me into different games and 
loads and loads of different games. I was very, very, I was swearing a lot. Um, and it got really, it got really, really popular. I think I got like 100,000 views on that. And I, I thought, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. My, my YouTube channel is now going to, you know, go into the sky and I'm going to be really, really successful. But it was like a one-hit wonder. It just sort of, you know, it frittered away and went back into the nor- normality of, you know, 10 yeah. views per video. But, um, yeah, when I got into Sea yeah. of Thieves, uh, it was it was around a kind of crucial point in my life because I, I I was in a relationship with this this very uh, I don't, don't really want to bring that up, but a very aggressive, uh, emotionally aggressive woman at the time. So I think mm-hmm. that I think that showed in a lot of my videos because I was sort of um, using my videos as a way to. Um, I can't think of the words. Uh, a way to kind of get get rid of those emotions by putting them out into the real world as comedy and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're 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 basically you're just kind of like using that as your your tool to the way most musicians would make mm. music about what they know. Yes, yeah, I suppose your YouTube so. videos kind of reflected the 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 emotional state. That yes, you're in. exactly. Yeah, and I was in a very fragile emotional state at that point, so my my videos got more and more elaborate and more and more. Uh, more excessive nonsense and uh, 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 yeah, swearing and all sorts and yeah, it was it was quite yeah. quite quite a weird time for me. But then I, I, met, I met this girl. I'm with that girl. I met my wife. Um, actually, it might might just use this as a point to actually tell the full story behind that because I actually met her through yeah. Match.com. Um, I was after I really? after, yeah after I split up with my uh, girlfriend, which was a good sort of four year process because it was it, it was horrible splitting up with her. But but uh, I decided to put mm-hmm. myself out there and went on Match dot com and met this girl. We went out for a few dates and it was probably as fast as it took me to grow on YouTube. It was as fast with me and her <laughs> in a relationship. It just went from you know better to better and um, yeah we we got married wow. and. Um, that's uh, that was around. Uh, thank you very much. That that was around the time when CFTs was just coming into light. I think I think it was in the beta at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So I started doing videos on that, and I yeah, I've always loved pirate type stuff. It's just yeah, what what kid, what what little boy does not like pirate type stuff? Um, yeah. So it was bringing back a lot of memories, <clears throat> a lot of nostalgia on that. So. I thought, yeah, I'll go ahead and start doing videos on this. And then, because of the, because I was in a very good mental state at that time, I didn't have a need to swear. I didn't have a need to clickbait. I didn't have a need to try and get myself out there. And I think that was the blessing, in a sense, that I, um, mm-hmm. I kind of calmed myself down a little bit and, and started to show me rather than this fake me. Um, and I, yeah. I, I think I, I like to think that that's what drew people towards me is that I was sort of being genuine i wasn't being a, a fake youtuber i was being just me playing a game um yeah 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 and then of course I, I, people's i think with youtube yeah exactly and, it, you, and, you really too you have to be that like look at me do as much as you can yeah with the the saying like you know the the squeaky wheel gets the uh the oil yes, yeah, exactly yeah like, yeah but i mean that's people tend to latch on yeah exactly i mean this is the thing is is uh, i've always had ever since uh, doing sea of thieves content i've just always said to myself just always be yourself and just just bring your videos out there if people don't like it they don't like it but it's going well so far and anyway, one of these days it probably will it'll probably crash down i mean you know good things never last and uh but I'm just going along for the ride now, and it's 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 a very very nice ride. Or you could say voyage, I suppose, going along for the voyage. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a good venture for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and so oh man, I had so many questions just popped up into my head uh, <laughs> uh, as soon as we were talking about. Um, first off, I I was curious. Uh, 
I grew up watching the never ending story mm-hmm. films as well too. <laughs> Been a huge fan since I was always a kid. Yeah. The the song, um there was a the old Adult Swim games came out with a robot unicorn <laughs> attack game for phones that had the uh, the song yes, uh, yes the lead song from Never Ending Story and I would play that game or just have the title up for some reason it, like that was that was worth it for me to listen to that song just because it reminded me of Never Ending Story so much mm-hmm. um, so what like what about Never Ending Story like hooked you so hard that you were like <laughs> I love the Luck Dragon uh, it, yeah I mean. Th- th- I think for me, because I I I am um, I grew up um, a bit of a strange heritage with me, because I, I I I was born in Wales, but I grew up in the Middle East, because uh, my dad was a contract uh, contract quality control contract manager for a concrete company, so he okay. he basically had us going out to the Middle East to you know so we could be close to him. So problem was in the Middle East, although we lived on a kind of an American compound, there was no TV signal. Well, there was a TV signal, but it was all uh, Arabic-style TV. So yeah. we basically just had, we had to rely on videos, or VHS as it was at the time. Um, and we had a collection of movies, and one of them was Goonies, one of them was like 24 episodes of Night Rider, <laughs> and the, uh, the the other one was Never Ending Story, um, and I just I just fell in love with the movie mainly because it's a great movie, but also because you know it, it was the only film I had <laughs> I could watch. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, I watched it over and over again, and I, I used to uh, sort of have dreams about Falcor coming to me and letting me fly him, and so we could take on bullies and right. all this kind of stuff. So yeah, I just I I, I loved the movie so much, and it, it stuck with me, and I've always had. Um, some form of never-ending story memorabilia hanging around me. It's whether the Orin, which is my you know, channel's logo, or um, I've got yeah. a, I've got a plushie, a Falcor plushie that somebody made me. Um, yeah, and I've got six copies of the book, <laughs> all the different types nice. of you know the, the hardback, the actual proper never-ending story book. And but yeah, Falcor's oh, just wow. been a uh, uh, he, he really is the embodiment of like adventure, and I guess that's why. I, I brought him into my yeah. Sea of Thieves um, uh, content, so yeah, that's that's pretty that's, much that. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, I, when I, when growing up, um, when like usernames were a brand new thing, and people are like, <laughs> "You mean I can't just use my real name?" <laughs> yeah. Like, no, don't use your real name. And you're like, "What are you gonna come up with?" And I'm like, "I don't know." So I remember registering for the the Nintendo. Uh, like chat channel mm. that they had like back on their website forever ago and like <laughs> I had to sign up and I had to give myself a like an email address and my first email address was uh falcor2000 because <laughs> nice. uh, it was in, it, I was like oh well it's in the future and and I love falcor so I went with falcor because I just thought it was such a cool name yeah. from the luck dragon and stuff so I like yeah the the my childhood has definitely been been like sprinkled with never-ending story <laughs> here and there as i was growing up and i just oh man it is it is a perfect analogy for adventure mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just like you know having having a very kind of righteous moral compass yes yeah if yeah. you'd say yeah like he's always been kind of the one to to push um to push to have like the the right do the right thing yes you know, and, yeah and just trust that things will work out yeah Although, which is what kids need, I guess. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Although uh, I, I, it was only recently I found out that there was three never-ending stories, and uh, it was probably yeah. about two years ago I watched the second one, and I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Um, but then I Not watched, the yeah, but then I watched the third one. My God, what did they do? The- <laughs> 
what did they do? Is it was you so soon realized that the, the the people that were the people that were giving out money to to the filmmakers who were just like, yeah, I love Never Ending Story. That did great. My kids loved it. And they're like, you want to make another one? They're like, yes. Yeah. They're like, great. Here's some money. Here's some shrooms. Have fun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who they employed for the plot of the third one, but uh, yeah, he definitely had some sort of yeah. drug taking involved in that one. Definitely, uh, well, yeah. the first one as well. Let's face it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but at least you could you could you could at least point to a book and be like, no, he did it first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one, it was just like, oh man, yeah. okay. Um, and uh, I wanted to, oh man, I got into the Falcor thing. Um, so. With Sea of Thieves, like I, I wanted to, to bring this up because I I was thinking about it and I I like you love pirates mm-hmm. and I've been I've loved pirates since I was a kid and I wanted to ask what your top five like pirate films are and they they okay. could be the Pirates of the Caribbean ones, <laughs> they could be weird ones that no one have ever even watched, but do you have like five pirate films that, that you would like say are, are your top five i mean yeah um it's uh, you have to bear with me because trying trying to find the titles of some of them i can't i'm a little bit fuzzy on that but i would say number mm-hmm. one um although it's not really a pirate movie but it's got pirates in it is definitely the goonies it will always be the goonies um i wouldn't yeah. it's, it's not really a pirate movie but you know it it, it it embodies the whole feel of piracy, so that's that's uh, that's probably my first one, um, and then a second would have to be the original Pirates of the Caribbean, the very first movie. I mean, I like the other ones, but that mm. that's what brought it all, you know, brought it all together. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the th- a third one. I can't actually remember the the name of this one, but it had um, oh, I can't even remember the woman's name. Uh, goddamn, um, what's her name? She she was in uh, Thelma and Louise, very wide chinned woman. Oh um, yes, um, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to yeah. remember what that was called. It was uh, Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was a good that was a good movie. It was a proper sort of swashbuckling type movie, and you know, it sort of it wasn't action packed yes. and stuff like Pirates of the Caribbean, but you know, they had pirate ships in it and sword fights. That's all you need, so, <laughs> and treasure. Yeah. Um, I would damn it. So that's three. Yeah, I would say. Um, I suppose is it really a pirate movie? But it's the Disney film Treasure Island. It's I guess it is a, a pirate movie, really. Yeah. But, um, it's yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I get so mixed up with um, Disney films in my head because I've seen so many of them, and <laughs> right. I'm like, hang on, is is Treasure Island the one with uh, the green monster in it? No, 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 that's Monsters Inc. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah, there's so many. Yeah, and then for a fifth, I don't know. Um, let's think. Um, I'm trying to think of because I I definitely have a fair few that uh, aren't on your list, but they're they're definitely pirate films that mm. that every time I think about them, I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean the the fifth one, I wouldn't. It's not really a film, but um, if I had to put it into a category, it would probably be the series Black Sails. Um, yeah. that's definitely one that that I've yeah just enjoyed watching. But I, I, it's really difficult because. You know, not normally I would have loads of films in my head, but you ask the question now, and I'm just like, "Hang on, what what is a pirate movie?" That's usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always yeah. name your top. Wait, my blank, my yeah. mind just went blank. <laughs> it's like when people ask me yeah. what my favorite game is, I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I can definitely agree with you on on the the Goonies and and Pirates of the Caribbean. Those are definitely mm-hmm. in my top five. Um, I've always had a fondness for the Muppet Treasure Island. Ah, movie, of course, uh, yes. with Tim Curry. Yes, God, man, I love that. Um, yeah, and the. I, I can't argue the black sales. Mm. I, I still need to sit down and finish that series. I can't, I, I've been avoiding finishing it just because I don't want it to actually. End. Yes. I know what you mean. And, yeah. but man, watching, watching that film and, and, uh, just seeing like how much effort they put into it. It's just mm-hmm. like, man, this is like a proper pirating experience. That's kind of what I liked about like the walking dead. When that first came out, mm. I was excited. Cause I was like, great i love to see a, a long form zombie story yeah and see what happens beyond two hours yeah exactly yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah the black sales was great and then for me i would i would definitely say um while the pirates of the caribbean franchise is definitely up there i have a special place in my heart for uh treasure planet ah yes uh, that was yes that was just one of the actually like, combinations yeah actually come to think of it that's the film i was thinking about not treasure island it was treasure planet that's that's the film i meant uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that is yeah it. yeah such a good such a good movie mm-hmm. and um i can't even remember i'm pretty sure it's disney but i'm pretty sure yeah. that it had a lot of like don bluth influence yes it definitely did the, yeah to the design mm. um but yeah god those movies were great yeah um which kind of takes me because in the so I had a I had a reason why I wanted to bring up the stories. Um, <laughs> so with films like Sea of Thieves is such a great story uh, and such a great game, and and we get we're getting all this lore coming with the Tall Tales. Yes, and we can't we can't really talk about no. it. No, but I did want to um, kind of like. The idea of a Sea of Thieves film, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if if you could have one that was centered around what we know of the lore right now, mm-hmm. like is there a character that you you would love to see? Like, would you like to see like Athena's fortune put out as like an actual? Yeah, oh yes, uh, definitely. Movie, yes, de- yeah, definitely. Um, it's got. I mean, the potential is is groundbreaking. Really, it, it you know, um. And also, there's yeah. not there's not many. Well, I, I I can't remember the last time there was a good pirate movie. Apart, obviously, from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. But apart from that, I can't remember a recent yeah. good pirate movie. And I think, I think there's a kind of a, a, a yearning for that at the moment. I think a lot of people want a good pirate movie, especially with the success of Black Sails. Like it's you know it's mm-hmm. a lot of people want it. So yeah, definitely, Athena's Fortune would be an amazing thing. But the one yeah. character I would like to see. Uh, centered around uh, is definitely Rathbone, um, aka the Gold Order. Yes. Um, but yeah, oh, I would love to see a proper in-depth it's... story behind that. So, I've always I, I'm I'm a huge huge movie fan, mm. and I love I love films that uh, center around having a proper villain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like I feel like the better a villain is, especially if it's a villain that you can relate to. Mm-hmm the better the the better the hero exactly be. yes because yeah. the hero if the hero's over the top and the villain is like meh then you're just like what is this guy doing yeah. he doesn't really leave this to the to the police <laughs> uh but you you know you take like a film like dark knight mm. 
with uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker, and, and you're we're talking like really good villain. So yeah, having Rathbone as a really good villain, and it, in the book he is so well written. He's he really very is. clear and concise on what he wants, mm-hmm. and he's very very much willing to do whatever it takes to actually get that. Mm-hmm. And I I totally 100% agree that having Rathbone as a as a villain. Uh, would be would be great to see in like a full length feature. It really would, yeah, yeah. Or maybe a series that would be good. See if Thief series series would be really yeah. good. Yeah, mm. even even if it was just uh, like a like a uh, one off, you know, eight eight episode yeah. series. Oh, yeah. that they could do. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I would love yeah. that. <clears throat> so and did you? So oh man, and we're huge lore lore guys too. You <laughs> and I have. have been giddy yeah. over yes. just like silly things in the game mm-hmm. and that's kind of where you got started with the with the youtube channel too mm-hmm. like yes you, you actually went out and started doing like a lot of the sea of thieves secrets mm-hmm. and whatnot yeah um someone brought up to me i'm pretty sure it was x-ray lex uh on twitter brought up to me that we haven't had like a proper lore mm. update since the devil's roar mm. and one of the things that he he asked me that I wanted to, to bring up with you is is regards to the tales of the Sea of Thieves mm. pages that we got with the curse sails and the Devil Shroud. Mm. Uh, do you think we're going to be getting any more of those pages, or do you think you mean like a continuation continuation of the that storyline or? Yeah, with well, in in the sense that like every update, they always post a uh, on their website. They always have ah, like a, right, a, yes. a found page from uh, Nura, mm. uh, who's uh, you know kind of taken over the journal logs right. um, since Diving Bell and, and Flameheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, since, as far as we know, we're not we're not getting Flameheart anytime soon. No, he's no. still kind of a an enigma. Um, do you think that with Tall Tales, we'll see like a, an update from uh, Nine Cats Nura? Do you think we'll see anything as far as like, yeah? It's it's interesting because um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to be going from. Um, I've got to be careful. I don't uh, slip slip up with any insider stuff here. But <laughs> right. um, I, I don't know whether they're going to be going because those, those pages have been coming out for as you said, Curse Sales and Forsaken Shores. But I don't know whether they're going to start actually putting those into the the game uh, rather than because yeah. it's it's been one of my main uh, sort of uh, one thing that's grind my gears about about the Sea of Thieves is that although they've got this all this extensive lore outside of the game and it really really is very good, it has always annoyed me a little that they've never put that into the game where everybody can enjoy mm-hmm. it because at the moment uh, it's one of the main reasons people come to my YouTube channel is because they're they're looking for the story um, yeah. and. Uh, uh, I suppose in some ways, Tall Tales may put me out of a job. Come to think of it, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. That, that, but it, I think that's probably what's going to happen now. Is they kind of kind of merge the what do they call it, the third party law with the game itself? I, I'm, at least I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's what they do, so that everybody can enjoy it on the same levels that everybody else has enjoyed, like you, yeah. you know, uh, myself, and, you, and yourself as well. But yeah. yeah. And the that kind of brings me into what I was uh, what what I found out actually yesterday. Um, so at the at the EGX uh, Rest mm-hmm. convention, mm-hmm. Um, Joe Neat sat down uh, with the news pundit and uh, forgive me if I don't know his name. Um, I, I just barely got to watch it, yeah. but he actually talked about the fact that um, 
we are due or that they are working on more comics mm -hmm. and a new novel mm -hmm. and that Chris Alcock is actually making a new novel now it and back in August I want to say during uh, New York Comic Con mm -hmm. uh, they talked about how they were going to be bringing out new comics in new and interesting ways <laughs> uh, and, and that those comics would not be released in stores. Right. And that led me to the idea that those uh, that they were going to be in-game right. and that they were going to be tied around the trade companies and that the trade companies, in my mind, I always thought that they were going to be like a reward. Like mm -hmm. if, you, if you had leveled up the trade companies up to level 50, then you would have access to like a book in-game or like an achievements panel. Mm -hmm. And they have all those photos for each of the achievements mm -hmm. yeah. once you hit them. And you can download them. You can use them as wallpapers and stuff. But having like a comic revealed in the game or as a result of playing the game yeah. to me was a was an interesting concept. That is, but yeah. since, since New York Comic Con, we haven't heard anything in regards to those comics. Mm. Uh, and yet now we have Joe going on stage and talking about more comics coming do you think that they're still working on those trade company comics or yeah or i mean you, it's it's definitely yeah i mean uh, it's definitely something that would, would enrich the game a lot in new and interesting ways <laughs> but um yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that's definitely something that would be an awesome addition to the game i mean that another idea is they could be using the comment comics as a kind of uh cutscene system so rather than Ooh. um you know rather than it just being a comic that you can download it's something that plays after a certain commendation yeah. or something that's that that would be a nice addition um but yeah def, 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 really definitely cool. having the game uh release the comics to you from achievements is is a really nice uh way for them to go hopefully that's what they'll do but uh we'll just have to wait and see i suppose what do you think what do you think about like a uh having an actual so with like the intro everyone always skips it mm. but with the intro, it tells a story uh, as it kind of traverses across this this map mm. and talks about all the different like trade companies and what you're going to be doing and the, the the goal of becoming a pirate legend. Would it would you be like interested in seeing? Well, I'm sure you'd probably be interested, but what do you think about telling like a comic book story in that style where it's a oh, it's yeah. an actual in-game render yeah. and it's telling the story, but the story is like this this kind of voyage that you're taking as this camera kind of pans over different parts of this table yeah, that would be and nice. shows you like reveals everything yeah. in the in the comic like it does in the in the opening yeah that, that, that would be definitely something very nice to see wouldn't it just uh yeah i mean it's, yeah. it's one thing that i'm uh, uh, being disappointed about is with every expansion they've always kept the the intro i suppose you could say exactly the same it's never changed um and it would be nice yeah. if they started like you said having the the comic book uh, sort of get better and better or more more storylines with the comic book with each expansion so you're almost having to wait for the expansion yeah. for the next chapter of the comic book which would be a nice a nice little feature yeah and that's funny because it makes me think of the the i noticed yeah i remember you had made a was it a tweet where mm -hmm. you had actually taken some of the loading screens and uh actually edited the text to properly reflect like what happens yes in the game. yes <laughs> yeah yeah that's right yeah i was so it kind of reminds me of, of like because those those screens actually are kind of like in they are infographics. Mm. They basically tell you like what's going to what what you should be doing in the game and little tips and tricks and stuff mm. like that. Um, 
I I don't know how I feel about them changing the the intro because I I mean I still find like fresh pirates and having fresh pirates like see the intro to me mm. in my mind kind of sets up that that story of like here's the introduction mm. like like here uh like cartoons used to do this a lot where they'd be like from last week's episode mm-hmm. uh and then as soon as you got into the game you would jump in and you would you would pick up where you left off mm-hmm. um but i definitely would like to see like the actual intro to that have a like have the story continue like introduce you to the trade companies and then be like oh by the way wanda went crazy mm-hmm. killed yes. herself or turned herself into a skeleton had a fleet we defeated the fleet and then discovered all these volcanoes in the roar in stitcher gym mm. and then went into dealing with you know like have like all of the the content updates because i was thinking about this the other day anyone that joins the game right now probably has no clue no. about stitcher gym exactly yeah no clue <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's not in the game he's not mentioned anywhere mm. there's like a few mentions from the uh from from um uh captain morrow mm about like you know who this guy is but other than that oh, yeah. like a lot of a lot of the lore that was uh released in game is has like hints of it mm. like you can't talk to merrick you can see a photo out there but you know unless you find his journals and know what it's referencing like they're just kind of little spotty bits of of lore that are left around and you're kind of left piecing together what's going on mm-hmm. Yeah. not not too dissimilar from the uh the, the wall paintings that you know you've done videos on as far yeah. as like you know w- what are the po- what are the boar race doing and where is their giant god yeah kind of thing? yeah um how do you feel as far as like rare leaving a lot of that past uh in the past well for new players yeah i mean it's 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 kind of difficult for them, isn't it? Because they're, they're introducing this sort of very open world, do what you want, sandbox, make your own adventure type game. But at the same time, they have this this very rich lore that is, is dotted around the place that they only give tiny, tiny little hints to. Um, and, you know, it is fun trying to put it together yourself, but not everybody's got the time to do that. Um, and they, they, they need to... Well, I, I don't want to use the term they need to do it. They, they, I, I'm hopeful with all this tall tale stuff that's coming out that they're, they're going to be centering, or rather, like I've said before, really bringing all of these stories toward people. Um, and stuff like Stitcher Jim, Wonder the, Wonder the uh, Blacksmith or the Warsmith. Um, that's something that I hope they, they, they tie ends up with in these tall tales. I mean, it would be great for an example. I mean, I know they, what's the tall tales I said is coming in the anniversary is it shores of gold they said wasn't it it's the first the first yeah. one to come uh, i would i would like to think that they I, I mean they probably are going to be adding more and more tall tales as they go along but it would be nice that to is see. a big question isn't yeah it? yeah but it would it would be nice if they did add the tall tale of wonder the warsmith and the tall tale of stitch jim and you know as as the game progresses so people can really kind of reflect on what happened in previous expansions and really get to know the lore. In fact, there was there was one YouTuber talking about bringing lore into the game um, for people who, who are not aware of it. There was one YouTuber called, I'm just going through my Twitter because I did tweet him out. Oh, Goose Gaming, his name was. Yeah. And he had this idea of uh, card collecting in Sea of Thieves. It was a really, really good idea where basically anything you do in the game, like you, you find a bit of lore, you find a... Um, a, a wall painting you meet another um mm-hmm. uh, pirate or something it gives you a card in the game like a little playing card and 
on that card yeah. is all that information around, around that thing that you found. And then in the game itself, you've got a, I don't, I don't know, like a journal or something that you can flick through and it will have all of your collected yeah. cards. So you can read up the law, you can read up about certain players, you can read up statistics about how many you know miles you've sailed or whatever. Um, I just thought that was a really good idea. I just thought I'd, I'd yeah, sort of do a quick plug for him, really, because I thought that was a very unique idea and something that, you know, really um, really kind of yeah you know, sh- shows the, the, the law behind Sea of Thieves. But, yeah. We need we need something. Uh, like, having, in, like, our... our vessel for a lot of the lore in the in-game mm. is told through either the flavor text mm-hmm. on items uh salty or duke for the most part mm-hmm. yeah um they're the they're really the the main interactive well actually not the flavor text but those are like the two two npcs that are probably the most interactive when it comes to telling us information Mm -hmm. because duke is duke the dark lord is always sending us out on some weird thing to go do Mm -hmm. and there's no real information about who he is why he's the only one of the bilge rats like why he's the vessel for all these why you know like where his information comes from Mm. who he's working for Mm. and there's there's just a lot of questions around like you know do, do we need him to be the way that we get uh get new lore into the game or is there a better way mm. that that we can like find stuff up you know yeah. like i've i've and and i think that we're going to be getting something close to that and mm. um you know that yeah let's let's talk nda for a second mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to put a pin in the whole tall tales thing but <laughs> okay um if i know i know rare listens to this and and if i put your name in the title they'll definitely listen to it <laughs> but um Let's let's kind of use this as a platform, if if you will, mm-hmm. to talk about the NDA. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I'm used to like Blizzard titles where they have public test runs. Yes, yeah. And a lot of people don't want to get spoiled with World of Warcraft lore. Mm-hmm. They they don't want to you know they don't want to go to like MMO Champion to to find out like what's going on or see data mined stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's easy enough for them to avoid, um, but they don't have an NDA on any of their public test stuff because mm-hmm. it is a public test stuff, and they realize that the point of it is to bring up a dialogue. And with a company like Rare that is so good at having that communication mm-hmm. with their player base uh, and their and in using that for development. It strikes me as odd that this would be kind of a this kind of goes against their their what they're saying as far as like, hey, you know, we want to hear from you, Mm. but don't talk about this. (laughs) And I kind of wanted to get your your thoughts on as far as, you know, does the does the NDA that they had for pioneers Mm. still hold value in a public test yeah uh realm where everyone has access to it you can't talk about it but if no. you want to see it then you can go you can choose to go see it mm. uh in in this like at this point mm. well i i would say that i mean i i used to play world of warcraft myself as well and i, I you, you know i i knew that getting into the what their version of insiders was you know completely public you could even just you know uh stream it or whatever it, it, it didn't really mind and i think when cfts very very first started out um whether they want to admit it or not it was a very young child in the gaming industry um and uh mm-hmm. 
they wanted, they wanted to keep a lot of secrets back then because there was a lot of development involved from the initial release and they wanted to make sure that the stuff that they were producing was uh, finished and also not leaked so when they do release it it's it's not going to be a big disappointment for some people um, but I think Sea of Thieves now has got a really good ground uh, it's it's really uh, uh, sort of blasted out into the gaming industry and I think there's there's not there's nobody who doesn't know about Sea of Thieves at this point and I remember when I first started doing my Sea of Thieves videos people were always saying this this game's awful it's got no content I mean they were wrong but you know <laughs> but uh, yeah. these days I, yeah. I don't hear people saying that anymore I don't hear people hear people saying there's no content in this game I just hear people saying you know this game's got a lot better that they're, they're really enjoying it but I think with the NDA they've got in at the moment, I think possibly now it's probably good in this period up until the anniversary update. It's probably good to keep this NDA in place. But I think in the future, they should really just open it up and just let people, you know, make videos on it and uh, give feedback through videos or live streaming or whatever. Um, yeah. And, and it's, I mean, to me, I mean... I've got to be very careful what I say. Some of the some of the stuff I've seen in the Insider, I think uh, right now mm. I'm thinking the amount of content I could make out of some of this stuff, you know, uh, uh, spec speculative content yeah. I could make. Um, I mean, I, I I can wait for it to come out. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm thinking that if this is going to get more and more like this in the future, then I, I'm going to be I'll have too much content. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I've got to I've got to mm. sort of I've got to squeeze that. Um, that that uh that 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 hype spot i suppose you could say <laughs> and let it all pour out into the world at some point mm -hmm. so and i think that that that's true for everybody else yourself and streamers and everybody i think if they're all talking and able to talk about the uh, the stuff that is now currently under nda in the future it would not only help uh bring more traffic towards cfts but it'd also help out content creators and uh you know people who are streaming it'll it'll, it'll increase the numbers so to speak of people watching it yeah so yeah yeah and that's that's kind of my goal with the with the discussion was um it's it's nice that people don't want to be spoiled on it mm. but even if you go at length to explain like what's going on in sea of thieves there's so much coming with this update mm. that it would be hard to spoil all of it mm -hmm. for everyone exactly yeah. at any given time mm. and to to like to to be able to openly discuss not necessarily like balance changes or stuff like that but you're right there is a certain amount of time and i think rare is even aware of this with the with the with the coming of the three weeks of streaming mm. that they're going to be doing where they dive into mm. like each different section of this mega update that i, I mean in one sense i understand the need to present things from your perspective as a studio to make sure that people are getting the right information mm -hmm. and that the that things are being shown in a in a light that they want it to be revealed at but there's there's a community of content creators uh and this week probably felt it the most where we just we rely uh so heavily either on speculation mm -hmm. or news that they put out and not having uh, like a weekly update or a stream and knowing that you know much larger um, news groups are, are are getting access like private access mm. to game content that we we don't have right now mm. is 
is frustrating because I would say that it's it's we are probably the most loyal mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the of the actual like uh, uh, content creators. Like on, I I listen to a lot of the other like uh, Xbox news sites or, or other other podcasts that you know focus in on what could potentially have Sea of Thieves news, mm -hmm. and no one, none of them have any interest in talking about this game uh even with the with the anniversary update mm. um most of them are still still talking about like how bad anthem is <laughs> or apex mm. or you know the the division two like a lot of the a lot of the focus is around like looter shooters right now mm. or battle royales and i'm like guys there is there's an amazing game that you were missing out mm -hmm. on yeah, right exactly. now. And, and it's because you're just not paying attention to the, to the heads up mm -hmm. and rare as, as much as I love rare, I still think rare is kind of thinking in a smaller mindset as far as like, I mean, they obviously they're getting the media in to, to view it cause they want to get eyes on the update and stuff. Mm -hmm. but like they're, I feel like the NDA is kind of uh, keeping keeping something that could be a bigger story that could be brought out with more YouTube videos to be able to be like, look, this is what's coming. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? And then having a larger group of people say yay or nay. Yeah. And then having that feedback come back to the content creators so that the content creators can then push that towards the actual dev team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And cause I don't know about you, but I mean, I don't like forums at all. No, 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 <laughs> I've, like never, I've no. never been a forum person, yeah. even with World of Warcraft, like sitting there and being like, I have to go where to look up what about my class? Yeah, yeah. Can't someone just make a video about that? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd much rather watch a video over like balance tweaks for my for my dad yeah. than, than having to go to a forum to dig through notes and get feedback and stuff. But uh I mean, that's where they want us to go mm. to talk about the insider mm -hmm. stuff. And that's just not where I go no, to talk no, about my insider no. stuff. I mean, a lot of I, the... I do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of the, the forum stuff. I mean, I've tried to go on the forums a couple of times, the insider forums, just to see what people talk about. But most of the conversations just basically degrade into people uh, saying, you know, swords are better than pistols and <laughs> just goes into that. And it's like, you, know, you guys, you're not actually talking about the main core things. All right, okay, I, I give up. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna go yeah go make another video instead but uh yeah yeah and it it's tough to like kind of spend you know how how much of your time like scrolling and scrolling me like all right that dude's yelling at that dude mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. dude's yelling at that dude that one's talking about something that doesn't even even pertain to this topic why is that even here yeah. and there's not like a good filtered way but i feel like that's that's kind of our job as mm. content creators is to to, to dig through a lot of that mm sum it up and then present it in a way that people can digest it easily mm, yeah yeah and i'm, I'm kind of hoping that rare is willing to take a look especially after the uh after the anniversary update um as they go into the future and do more testing with the insiders that they realize that the nda is feels more uh, at least for me it feels more like a roadblock into the discussions that could be yeah, had i agree yeah it, it instead of like you know keeping stuff like super close to the chest mm, yeah i mean one thing that would be nice to see is um not necessarily opening up opening up to absolutely everybody but maybe having a select few i mean it's hard to choose those select flu i'm just thinking off the top of my head here but maybe have a way that they could uh get some well-known content creators or whatever to actually 
publicize this information as long as they do it in a way where it's uh, completely biased and you know they're not they're not saying i prefer this or i dislike this it's more kind of this is what you're going to get here's an insider peek to it this is this is what uh, this is how it's coming along so far rather than just any harry doing whatever they want because the, the one one problem is, is that if they do open up the nda and let people just talk about whatever they want you're going to get a lot of people who are you know say if it was forsaken shores that was under nda um, you would get a lot of people saying mm-hmm. like, "Oh, look! All they've done is added volcanoes. Woohoo!" You know, but you get a lot of very negative feedback. And I think that's what they're scared of. I think they're scared people will do that. But they have to be, they have to um, have faith in what they've what they're producing. Because um, I mean, I've been in insiders mm-hmm. since it since it came out, and my God, that 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 they're gonna blow the top off with what's coming. And um, they they need to have a bit more faith in their their abilities at the moment because what they what what's coming for Sea of Thieves is going to turn the game essentially around into a brand. It's going to rebirth the game, I think. So they need they need to yeah, they need to I, think to themselves. You know, we we need to bring this out to the, to the general public in future builds and get rid of the NDA and just have everybody talk about it. Um, yeah, I think I think it will. Just, I think they. The, the trust that they have in their, their community is is evident with everything except for the NDA. I think the NDA is just maybe like one of these antiquated things that they just haven't haven't like addressed mm. uh, outside of just mentioning like, hey, this is an NDA and our justification for it is that people don't want to be spoiled on it mm. and less about like, hey, you know, we like it's it's a lot easier for someone to come out and say like, this is this is a beta this is a test this is not finished content mm. results may vary mm. you know yeah like side effects include mm. you know <laughs> yeah this and this and this so i mean i i i couldn't be more excited for this update because i i just want to talk about it i want to be able mm-hmm. to, to discuss all this stuff there's so many like things on on the podcast that i would just be like guys wait till you get to play this or have you guys gotten to try this or do you think this is going to lead to that? Yeah, and not being able to to kind of build that this month long hype that I want to that I want to be able to do, mm. uh, not because I not because I'm trying to like you know give anyone any kind of false sense of like what's coming with this game, but just because I'm genuinely excited for all the awesome stuff, and as a result, because I can't talk about it, mm. I've I've actually been limiting like what I do yes. in the insiders because it's like well. I, I could go do this. I could test it, but I know if I test it, then I'm going to know about it. And I kind of want to, uh, like, I, I want to be able to talk about it the first time I experience exactly. it. And if I can't yeah. do that, it's so frustrating. It really is. Because the, the passion's sort of gone, isn't it, by that point? if you Because I, I played a certain thing yeah. and I was like, you know, oh, I can't wait to do a video on this thing when it finally comes out. But the problem is now the passion's kind of gone. So. When I do do a video yeah. on that, I'm not going to feel that initial, you know, discovery type thing, and it's 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 a real shame. I mean, when I play the insiders, I I, I think I said to you, I play it with eyes half shut because I kind of I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. I want to see what these new things are, but I also don't want to see what these new things are because I know that it's going to ruin it yeah. when I when I eventually do a video. So it's a very weird place yeah. to be the insiders, but yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, there's there's literally one part I went out and did a certain thing in the insiders mm. and. And this, it was like three in the morning, my time. <laughs> I, I was like all alone and I was doing it with, uh, there was, there was a couple, a couple ships nearby and I was doing this thing and 
I by the time I got done, I had I had literally I was shaking because I was just like. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I can't believe I just experienced that. <laughs> that is the most amazing thing I've ever exactly, seen. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. But I can't it's like I can't talk yeah, about it. So yeah. Oh, it's man, yeah, it really it's, does suck. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really, really, really can't wait for this update. Mm, there's mm. oh god. And there's stuff that I've been like people have been like, hey, Logan, did you check this out? And I'm like, no. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, it's so good. Yeah. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I don't tell know, me. Don't yeah. Yeah. Tell me, but also so, don't tell me. <laughs> That's the kind of thing yeah, I get. It's yeah, like, yeah. Tell me. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so I so I was thinking about this and um I I just it just popped in my head because I didn't wanna I didn't want to forget this. But um we with this with the res thing we found out that there's going to be comics we found out that chris alcock is working on a a new novel mm-hmm. i oh man i loved the athena's fortune book mm-hmm. i think it was great and having a new story who do you want this new story to focus on because the, yeah. the one that we got was ramses and rathbone yeah uh, that's who the, do you want this I new mean, book to go on i mean i want to say flameheart but I think that's a bit too cliche at this point. I, 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 what I would like to see is something completely new happen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just, just, it, just to bring a new uh, heroine or you know um, uh, enemy to the game would be really, really nice. Something that we yeah. can all really get behind and be like, who is this mysterious person? I think in the um, uh, was it the Tales of Sea of Thieves, the the you know Captain Flameheart's journal. Uh, he talks of a guy mm-hmm. called the captain or the captain who was the person who, yeah. who um yeah made him drink from the goblet and turned him into a skeleton but uh maybe something about yeah. him maybe bring a bit more lore behind that person and and what this person is or who he is um yeah and definitely the whispering plague i, I want to see i want to see some more stuff about this whispering plague um do you want to go into that uh do you want well, to do you want to talk about that uh, we could do but um uh, there's not a lot of stuff i know in the book that well, okay yeah it's i mean i've got a lot of speculation behind it but not um not a lot of facts so so that's kind of because i mean i I know that you you uh talk asked me uh, a while back about that and uh that is that to me is still one of those like kind of really high up kind of out of reach thing that you're just like okay what what are they referring to Mm -hmm. because in and to, to kind of preface it, if you're willing to go into mm-hmm. it, because there's not much that we can really say because we just don't know. Yeah, yeah. But in for those that don't know, um, in Athena's Fortune, there there's the part in the story where Ramses is talking about getting the the, the chains from uh, Old Mother and being able to, to use those uh, to, to eventually build out like the, the, skele- the gold skeleton keys and the chests that we have in game and why we can't uh, open them ourselves. But with the with the mention of old mother, there was uh, the talk about the whispering plague, and to me that it feels like such a like a toss away thing. Mm. But at the same time, it feels like that that just those two words you're just like, wait, what is this whispering plague? Mm. Like, is it a is it an is it like an entity? Is it a creature? Is it like an actual plague? Mm. Why does it whisper? Is it a reference to uh death and like the 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 world of the under like the underworld itself where the ferryman's from yeah yeah and 
and it and it just sparks all these possibilities like to me like a, a like in in context they're talking about old mother and whispering plague so i naturally want to like want to like kind of group the two together like okay one is a giant kraken and then the other is just some other thing and it makes me think like okay could it be a giant bird that's mm. kind of like this you know you you just barely barely hear the wings like a whisper on the wind mm. and it's just like this plague on the the tribes and they just couldn't do anything about mm. it like you know paradise uh or no uh plunder valley mm. kind of stuff yeah. like what do you what do you feel as far as like when you think of like whispering plague? well i, I do think a lot on uh uh the never-ending story in fact because in never-ending story they had the nothing mm. which was basically the nothing was yeah. people who don't read stories anymore so it was basically imagination was being uh, taken away so which would lead to nothing or essentially growing yeah. up i think that's what the whole film was about but that's that's we're not talking about that but still um i think the whispering yeah. Yeah. i think <laughs> i think the uh, whispering plague is um is, very similar to that I, I did a speculation video i mean it really is a, it really is speculation this but i have a feeling that the sea of thieves is a little bit like the never-ending story in the sense that it's it's a it's a sort of a sandbox where everybody can make their own adventure and talk about the things they've done and and i think it's kind of it, it's where like um uh, uh basically things like megalodons and krakens and legends are born through the imagination of mm. of the people who play it so it's kind of like the never-ending story it's this book that is created or rather this land that is created via people's imagination and i think the whispering plague yeah. if i had to speculate about it is um the kind of the the realization that this place isn't real so it's kind of um it's normality coming into the Sea of Thieves. Um, uh, so things like mermaids, uh, the undead, the kraken, the megalodon, are very slowly starting to become, uh, or very slowly not existing anymore. Um, uh, yeah. So it's kind of like normality is 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 uh, plaguing um, the Sea of Thieves, which is, I think, like, yeah, again, it's speculation, but maybe that's what the Shroud is. The Shroud is normality kind of like, uh, seeping into the uh, Sea of Thieves and slowly get, getting tighter and tighter or or in some cases branching out and finding new areas such as Forsaken Shores. But um, yeah, I, I, that's 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 my theory on it. And I think that's why you constantly hear this whisper in Skulls. You hear it when you do riddle quests. You hear it on the Ship of the Damned. You hear it near the Pirate Lord's Cave. And I think that whisper, that sort of whispery soundbite is something to do with a whispering plague. Uh, it's kind of like mm. reality whispering to us saying like you know this isn't real you're playing a game like you know? <laughs> and we're just sort of ignoring it and going yeah but i need my athena's chest so shut up <laughs> yeah that's it's, yeah yeah super meta yeah you're talking about the one where like where sea of thieves is right mm -hmm. the yes yeah did, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 that was a good one mm -hmm. it's funny because when i saw the when i saw the title i was like oh that reminds me of the video that captain j did <laughs> and then i actually watched the video and i was like oh okay never mind. <laughs> don't worry about that um but yeah, no, and, and when we were talking about um, like uh, and, and the flame heart thing with Captain is, is exactly kind of what I'm what I was I was thinking would be an interesting thing um, with like, I can't remember when it was. I'm pretty sure it was prior to Curse Sales. Mm. There was a small graphic that showed uh, a pirate that had the sovereign set, the uh, the metal. I'm pretty sure it's the sovereign set, yeah. the metal chest plate. Mm -hmm. And uh 
back then I was thinking like, God, wouldn't it be crazy if you had like conquistadors coming in <laughs> for, into the shroud from the shroud mm. and started hunting pirates? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, that was like a new AI threat that you had to worry about. They were, they were actual people yeah. and they had made their way through the shroud and something like with the captain, like, I wonder like, cause you know, with the, with the, with Sea of Thieves being all mystical and kind of in, in insulated with the devil shroud, we kind of live in our own little pirate playground. Mm. And I worry that at some point it's going to happen where the outside world is going to find the shroud mm. and when the wherever the outside world is time-wise compared to sea of thieves like has me concerned like i i'm sure mike would never do this but i always worry that we're going to get like some big battleship that's just going to sail in and be like guess what year it is and we're gonna be like <laughs> oh no it's over <laughs> our, our, our fun it's over yeah but it's yeah it's it's one of those things like the the it, it's such a weird thing to think like you know what what could be coming to see a thieves because right now it feels like everything that we do we're kind of lords on high right now we're, yeah. we're pirate legends we're we're basically cream of the crop uh still in single digit numbers mm-hmm. as far as like the actual player base goes and we we feel like we know the most about the the game mm-hmm. until mike Mike and the team comes out and throws throws their their weight around and says, "No, nah, you don't. You don't know anything." <laughs> and we we just kind of sit there in awe, just like, "Oh my God, that's so beautiful, yeah, yeah, so yeah. amazing." Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mike. Yeah, that's uh, so. It, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm wondering, like, you know, with with stuff coming, I'm I'm constantly thinking, like, what's coming out for E3? What are they doing for E3? What's what's beyond the shroud? How far will the shroud allow us to see? Mm. You know what are the new threats coming in? Are we ever going to ever have anything from a different time era come into Sea of Thieves? Mm. I don't know. I think part of me is just like, please don't let this end. No, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I uh, yeah. I guess like you said, if there, if there was a huge battleship that came in, I mean, it would. Don't get me wrong. Something like that would be brilliant. I would love it. It'd be like my god, timeline shifting, like you know, like a huge, mm. huge present day battle cruiser comes flitting, and that would be great, but. Um, yeah, it would also be a little bit sort of game ending for me because I'd be like, well, we're no longer in a pirate haven anymore. It's now become, you know, Battlefield 3. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's stuff like that is cool. Well, one thing I would like to see, however, is because uh, uh, I, I do find the whole thing, the whole subject fascinating, would maybe be some kind of UFO type thing going on. Like, uh, not, necessar- really? not necessarily um aliens and a spaceship but like you know some okay. sort of you know unidentified flying object that is in the skies occasionally and we don't know where it is and uh, from years years from now we find out that it's actually something explained within the lore and that's that's something i'd like to see more more mystery more mystery happening um even even beyond like a because i mean for me, I, I would I would say that a lot of the uh, the tribes and in, in the ancient cultures and stuff that they're like I, I'm, I I don't know that's that's really interesting because I mean for me I'm still waiting for like mermaids <laughs> to, to show up yeah like I'm still I'm still hoping that at some point in time I'm gonna wander upon uh, like a, a the the magic set of earrings mm. the little pearl earrings and and then be able to talk to mermaids after that but. Um, you you're thinking UFO like just some something in the sky that you can't really make out that yeah that some gets sort explained of I mean point. yeah just just I mean when I say UFO I mean it very kind of you know very laxed it's kind of 
something not necessarily flying something um because I, I remember one time actually a friend played a trick on me uh when i first started playing the game and what he would do is he would mm-hmm. fire his um sniper into the air at an angle and then he would go oh dude dude mm-hmm. look shooting star shooting star and i would see the bullet falling down and it would look like a shooting star <laughs> And I, I used to think that's that's amazing. They've actually put shooting stars in the game. That's that's brilliant. And I used to think that's weird. It only ever happens when I play with my friend, and that put two and two together. And I was like, oh, damn you! But um, it's it's lucky because I almost did a video on it, and I would have been ridiculed. <laughs> for, yeah. For that. But still, but things like that, like um, there's so many um. Just save it. Just just save it for April Fools. Yeah, next April year. Fools. Yeah. Oh, I should have done that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would like to see stuff like that. Just, just, just little extra bits that uh, has got no uh, basis in the law, like the books, the comics doesn't mm-hmm. explain it. But there's something out there like a like a UFO or like a a weird um, cloud that hovers around or something that just just got no explanation mm. explanation that allows people like you and myself to really speculate on it. Um, so just completely out of nowhere, no no rhyme or reason yeah, for just, it. Like just a thing, just, <laughs> just a mystery. Yeah, I like it. I like the idea mm. of because that was kind of the thing with um, you know like originally you know back when the game first came out, it was like Krakens. It was like well, how does Krakens happen? It's like well, you have to go to a fort, you have to fight over it for about three hours, <laughs> you have to get the fort loot, and then you have to stick every powder keg you can on the deck and then you have to immediately set sail west uh with half the sails tilted and one guy ready to accidentally hit the anchor at any given time and that's how you spawn the kraken <laughs> yeah. and and then come to find out it's like okay well there's there's actual like game mechanics that are in place that kind of work this out because i remember like when the game first came out i came across uh a kid that was in, in a proper kid like young young kid mm. he's in a galleon alone in circles and we get over there, and, and uh, I was I was in a sloop with someone. I can't remember who it was, but we're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to spawn the Kraken. And I'm like, so you're out in the middle of nowhere in a galleon, alone, no voyage, and you're just going in circles to get the Kraken. You just want to see the Kraken. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to sink you. <laughs> yeah. and some, I- some say he's still there to this day. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in the <laughs> He may have ventured out into the shroud. Um, so, uh, do you think there's anything coming with with E3? Do you think we're going to be getting anything from the rare team? Yeah, I think I think. Um, oh, it's, it, I would love it. I would love it completely. But uh, when when is E3 actually again? What's the what's the date on that? I always forget. June. It's, I think it's June tenth. June tenth. Yeah. June eleventh yeah. is when it starts. It's it's right around that first to second week yeah. of uh, of June. Well, I mean, if 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 which is real close. It is. Yeah, it's pretty close. But um, if if um this update does well, and I think it possibly will, yeah, from what I've seen, um, I think they're going to be getting a hell of a lot more money, hell of a lot more coverage, um, and I think mm-hmm. the update after this is going to be even more extravagant. At least I hope so, um. Yeah, and uh, I I, th- I think I, I I'm hopeful that they're gonna they're gonna really once again knock our socks off with something, and I, I would like to see not necessarily like I said before, not necessarily Flameheart, but I would like to see a proper villain in Sea of Thieves, like a persistent mm-hmm. villain. Um, mm-hmm. Whether however that gets implemented, I don't know, but some kind of proper you know oh. proper thing that happens, like um. Uh, 
was it? Yeah, it was World of Warcraft actually. Like, um, when I remember, um, I, I don't know how long you played World of Warcraft for, but there was um, yeah, right, okay. There was uh, what was this? What was the name of the floating city again? I always forget. I always get it mixed up with Donas. Dalaran. Dalaran. That's it. I always get it mixed up with Donassus. But um, yeah, there was that oh, one. Alliance. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Alliance, Alliance, and Horde actually. Was, well, it's been a, okay. Well, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna have to cut that podcast real short. <laughs> no, I had a, I had an alliance that I only ever got to like level fifty something, and I used to just go on just to do auction housing. Basically, that's all I did with him. And then I had oh, my, you kind of had, to. yeah, yeah. And then I had my main character, which was uh, I, I can't remember the level he was because he was the highest level at Mister um, Pandaria. So what would that be? Level one hundred or something? I can't remember what it was. I think that was. Yeah, I think that was a hundred because I think uh, I think Cataclysm brought us to ninety. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was a troll shaman. Yeah. So for the horde. <laughs> but uh, sounds nice. But I do remember. Oh, in, so yeah, Dalaran. yeah. I do remember in Dalaran there was a. Uh, uh, I can't remember. It was something to do with the ancients or not? Was, were they called the ancients? I can't remember. I'm getting so mixed up with my game law. But there was a point where the mm-hmm. you you beat a certain dungeon. And you went back to Dalaran and you handed in a certain item and the whole sky went dark and it would show like it would mm, show the star yeah. the stars and the, uh, the the whatever these people did and and I would like to see things like that in Sea of Thieves. So say for example, you um, there was some really really big villain in the game and if you defeated mm-hmm. him, um, I mean it's it's difficult to do it in a shared world that's persistent. So maybe not defeat him, but maybe put him at bay for a for a short amount of time. So you could have it so when he's in the game and he's say if he's on a uh, some sort of pirate ship and he's cruising around, when he's in the game like there's storms everywhere, there's you know horrible horrible seas and but the second somebody defeats him or puts him at bay for a little while, the the sky opens up, the sun comes up, there's planes sailing everywhere, the seas are calm, you know, just for that short duration. So it gives people a reason to actually go off and fight this villain because uh, it will actually change See, the entire think- game world. So I, oh man, I'm I'm gonna jump in and just say like there needs to be like a black beard in Sea of Thieves ah, yes. that has that has a huge ship mm. or like a huge, completely out of proportion to Galleon's ship that is is nigh impossible to solo. Like you just flee if you if this thing starts sailing around. But a but a, a, a like a proper pirate hunter mm. that's out there and. Uh, and just have it like have this the sense of because that was the thing with the uh with the pirates of the caribbean's uh the dead man's chest mm. with with davy jones like i remember watching that movie and he had control of the kraken and stuff and like he he could summon the kraken at any time and he always had like this fog kind of rolling around with him mm. uh everywhere his ship went but like, he was a scourge mm. And I think I think Sea of Thieves could definitely do with like a scourge of the seas. Like the skeleton ships are great, but they're passive. Mm. They don't really go hunting people uh, unless they actually spawn on you. Mm. Yeah. And the megalodons for this for the most part as well too. Like they'll they'll spawn and then they'll circle around you. But I I kind of want to dread something. Mm. Like I kind of want to dread something other than just regular pirates because mm. most pirates, depending on where you are in that content flow, like start a content everyone's going to be doing the content mm. no one's going to want to hunt each other because no one wants to risk anything no. once the content's done you get the trolls out mm. and then after a while the trolls will go away and then you just get this, the normal pvp crews that are going out hunting for regular treasure yeah yeah 
So there's a there's kind of a, a predictable like path as far as I'm concerned as as far as like what you can expect when you go out sailing during certain content areas. But having having a an update that would bring like something that would actually like change the environment, mm. uh, like bringing water spouts or bringing on fog or or being able to summon a kraken whenever you want, mm. uh, and have it be on on something like where you could expect it to to just be out in the world and everyone has to kind of narrow in on mm-hmm. it. Uh, like, yeah, God, yeah. that sounds awesome. It would, it would be great to have something That sounds like that. really awesome. I mean, the, the one idea oh, that I was, um, I was talking with some friends about, you know, an evil villain within the game. And uh, a friend of mine said a really, a really good idea. He said that beyond Athena, say if they did add something that was beyond, you know, Athena level 10, uh, where, which is yeah. a, a system where you have to go out and hunt a certain chest within the game that's extremely hard to find, and when you do find it, mm-hmm. it's cursed and it will summon this this evil villain from a ship, and he will hunt you down until you get rid of the chest or you kill him. But the the cool thing was that he said was if you do kill him, you have to take his place, just a bit like Davy Jones. So you then get the ship mm-hmm. for a certain duration of time. Um, so you get this really overpowered ship that can just you know chase people down and uh, do whatever you want, yeah. or you can sell the chest for a large amount of money. Um, so you're kind of stuck. You're like, should I take the ship for an hour and have some fun, or shall I sell this chest for thirty thousand gold or something? That's, I thought that was a very nice awesome. idea. Yeah, yeah, that would be really really awesome. That was that was always something that I think uh, I wanted with like liveries and stuff. Mm. And I've talked about this in, in prior episodes, but I feel like the liveries right now are kind of lax. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're in, in, and not to disparage the RT, oh, no, but no. To, to be, to be perfectly frank, uh, the, the ship liveries are boring with the colors that they're coming out with mm-hmm. lately, uh, especially for the mercenary stuff. I want, uh, I, I, I would, uh, I would want to see something where they're actually changing parts of the actual ship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that works as far as like damage goes and how mm-hmm. the ship has to look and stuff like that. But uh, the Wailing Barnacle set, especially the the figurehead that has all the little coral yes, crustaceans yes. and stuff on yeah. it, like that is probably the closest I can think of to like altering the, the true appearance of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, that I can think of, yeah. like the, the like the way the skeleton ships look right now. Those are so cool. Mm-hmm. Like the, even the little sloops look so awesome because <laughs> they they're so drastically different compared to what we're used to seeing out on the seas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would love to have different ship types with the same crew sizes, like having having like uh, you know like Asian influenced mm-hmm. or Spanish influenced or you know just different influences of types of ships that you could actually pick f- from uh to, to actually sail in but if, if at the very least we could get some cosmetics that like the uh, i think i would say like the uh the capstans and the wheels and the anchors are, are the first step towards that yeah yeah uh, like if you if you if you look at like how those are built those are built to really dynamically change the look of that actual part of the ship mm-hmm. and i think the liveries and the sails and stuff are are kind of lacking in that aspect. yes yeah they definitely are. um yeah I mean, the, the, I, I, was, I was talking with a friend about the liveries and stuff because although the, the new uh, cosmetics, like, for example, the crab, uh, is it Ocean Crawler? Ocean Crawler cosmetics. Yeah. Although they're very, very nicely designed. I mean, the, the art team behind it has done a you know, a very nice job. That They're, they're, they're colored nicely and stuff. The problem is it's not yeah. pirate for me. It's more World of Warcraft than it is pirate. 
it's it's very <laughs> glowy and very very hey look at me and i i would like to yeah. see more actual pirate themed things uh, like uh it, mm. for me it would be great like you said about having being able to change the look of ships uh, just by you know putting a different livery on it would be great to have a livery that is a, a war-torn livery so when you put it on your ship is sort of dark brown it's got holes in it it's it's falling to pieces mm-hmm. very much like the skeleton ships um and you yeah. know it would change just little things that you you probably wouldn't notice until you got close but still it would be like you know that that ship is a lot different to everything else that's in the game my dog just knocked over a cup yeah good <laughs> <laughs> thing um Aww. but yeah yeah i i definitely agree i think that's uh i think that's something that i think could definitely be touched upon in in future updates mm. having having a having a big villain um that kind of brought in cosmetics with him mm. and or her actually <laughs> that would be actually really cool mm-hmm. i would love to have another kind of wanda because that was yes yeah i i don't know i'm a huge i'm, I'm a huge feminist so every, anytime i can anytime i can see something other than a, a white male in a, <laughs> in a game or a movie or a show or something i'm just like yes good thank you yes yeah. let's do more of that yeah, yeah. I, I mean the one the wonder um, storyline was fantastic i mean yeah i would love to see because you could relate to her that was the thing it was kind of she she wanted to sell her cannonballs mm-hmm. she that's all she wanted to do nobody wanted to buy them so she went nuts <laughs> i mean i would yeah. but uh yeah yeah but yeah, def- yeah definitely, definitely you have all this really cool stuff. yeah but definitely a female villain would be very very cool very very cool indeed yeah yeah what if uh okay so that kind of brings me to um a diving bell mm-hmm. uh because in in the rare studios they have that that female ghostly figure hanging on to uh, the, yes. uh, is it a buoy or is it a crow's nest I, th- I can't remember yeah i think it's a buoy yeah yeah, yeah. um but it, it looks like it's from the fairy of the mm-hmm. damned area and and it like how nuts how just kind of go with me on this <laughs> how crazy would it be if diving bell was the master of the ferryman oh yes that's nice yeah oh yeah like could... and we in the next and the next adventure we go on is to help free the ferryman oh yes yeah from diving bell. that would be so nice I, i've said quite a few times it would be lo- it'd be so nice to go into the uh the the sea of, is it the sea of the damned that's right i think that's right yeah but to actually have it yeah. have it as a mechanic that you have to die to go to the new area is just something that's awesome but yeah that 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 yeah. uh that storyline you mentioned that's something that oh yeah that would be so so cool because that's that's something that i'm still God, there's so much in this. I could go on for hours. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah. so much in this game where I'm just like, that is, that's a thing. That's a thing. But where is yeah, it? Yeah. Where in the world can I can I find a diving bell yeah. and and be able to like follow that trail and find out like, you know, where is uh, Flameheart's ship? Mm. Like, where did Wanda find that cannon? How was she able to find mm, it? And yeah. we're not like, yeah. And, with oh god what well, i can't talk about that dang it nope, <laughs> nope. never mind i can't can't talk about that thing um so yeah but yeah there's uh like diving bell and uh bringing in like like nine cats nur bringing her into the mm. story into the world to say like her being our ambassador to help us like free her lover from this curse mm that has turned her into this into this undead lord of the damned and our our vessel is 
the ferryman's vessel mm. and we have to take the ferryman's vessel Ooh. to the world of the damned so that you know one we can free him mm. two we can help uh, uh nura get diving bell back mm. and then you know or at least at least bring peace to her soul you yes, know whatever yeah. you want to call yeah. it uh, but but to have something like that like yeah. just i'm i'm Oh, I want something like yeah, that. For like sure. That's yeah. That would be because that and that kind of ties it back to what I was thinking of as far as like the um, the new book. Because I would love to have a new villain mm. that's a that's just like a very menacing captain. But there's so much uh, built right now with the Flameheart stuff that we haven't touched on, mm. and and not even necessarily Captain Flameheart himself, no. but just like the characters around the Flameheart that have been that you know like like with the with the torn pages we know that nura is still out there writing or you know with the with the pages mm-hmm. and i i kind of want to shore that up yeah but yeah. i want it to be i want it to be told in this kind of amazing love story yeah, yeah. if if that's like i would love to have an adventure about this but at the same time i kind of want this to be like this epic story uh you know like princess and the bride kind of thing like this like there's true love you know like you have to save true love and the only way that you can save true love is to free diving bell's soul from the the sea of the damned and you know during that during that campaign you're taken to the sea of the damned through the ferryman and yeah yeah yeah, man yeah that would be Uh, i would love that that. would be very nice indeed yeah yeah oh so um I, I know we're, we're going long here. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to care because they like listening, <laughs> li- listening to you. Um, but one of the uh, I, I asked on my Twitter or on my Discord to if if anyone had any questions for you. Okay. I had a couple of people. Okay. Trickster uh, reached out and he says, uh, "I just want to know how did he get so amazing." <laughs> you know, it's it's so. it's, it's a funny thing because because for me it's happened so incredibly quickly and I keep on forgetting my my influence on the community some of the time mm-hmm. and uh I'll, I'll use larry as an example um i mean I, I made that video about freeing larry um and i just thought it would be something that would would be just b- between the community members you know i thought that's that's all it's all it's gonna yeah. be just a little laugh type thing and little did i know that it was going to become this huge like you know cfts worldwide thing where there's people i've never met before who've got larry on their ship and I, it, it's just nuts to think that 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 because to me I don't feel like I'm. People say, "Oh, you're famous." I'm like, I'm not really. I just I've got forty thousand subscribers. I'm just a guy that plays the game. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's people to say stuff like that to me. Like, how did you get so awesome? I'm just like, I, I, I'm just a dude. But but thank you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So in uh, oh actually that reminds me with Larry do you do the voice of Larry no I don't it's uh, it's 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 Brian Blessed who does the voice not not Brian I Blessed. didn't actually ask okay. him to do it there's a voice pack that you can download for a different game called Elite Dangerous and he did a um, a voice pack for it and you can use it like copyright copyright free um, so that, oh, so really? it's basically Brian Blessed and he's he's a he's a you know uh, oh, an icon of mine so I thought it, it would make sense <laughs> to have him as Larry that's too funny yeah. that's great yeah um, one of the other uh, more trollier guys Space Admiral Ors asks how many times uh, do you get asked to do a Falcor punch <laughs> I don't think that's ever come up that's never come up no one's ever oh. asked me to do a Falcor punch yeah 
which is a little oh, bit disappointing because I'm like, come on, it's the, the material's right there. It's <laughs> right there. It's right there. It's so low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're gonna walk into it. Um, Cam uh, Cam Bones asks, uh, he who runs the Sea of Thieves stuff or Sea of Fashion stuff. They, oh, yes. Back when the game first came out, um, he had the the Sea of Fashion uh, Xbox group and, and Twitter, and it's just a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, I've watched all of your Secret of videos, and I'm a big fan of your thoughtful analysis of the game. Uh, would you consider doing a Secrets of the Flavor text to dig into all of the item descriptions into the game and see mm. what lore you can squeeze out of them? Uh, the same could be said for all of the various character dialogues in the game. Uh, how much of that stuff is meant to be taken seriously uh, is, of course, up for debate. And then the second question is, uh, do you have any wild theories about where the game's story or lore is headed or about the history of the Sea of Thieves that has yet to be fully confirmed? Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a certain uh, a certain question. Uh, right. First of all, um, Secrets of, thank you also, first of all, thank you for watching the videos and thank you for saying that they're, they're good and everything. That's always nice. But um, uh, yeah, the flavor text in the game, that's something I've been kind of um, uh, thinking about for quite some time now I've, I've i've got a weird process when i make videos that majority of the videos that come out are usually produced about a month prior to when they're actually released um i kind of i do them in i, I make sure that i release them at the right times so I, I i sort of keep my hand on the pulse of the community and look for what people are talking about if they talk about a certain subject that i've made a video on then i release the video it's just a good way to to get people talking about that subject and also get views for myself i mean you know that's the reason i do it is to get views so mm-hmm. <laughs> but um mm-hmm. uh but yeah the um yeah the flavor text definitely is something i've i've looked at a lot because there was a lot of it and there is some of it like you like you said that you shouldn't really concentrate on it's just the developers having a laugh but there's some of it that is actually you know very uh got a lot of backstory in it within the law i mean most of it is easter egg based but, but it's still some yeah. of the easter eggs are still kind of relevant to the law so yeah, yeah. I've, i noticed uh, a lot with the with the devil shroud with the forsaken shores that was when we got a lot of new cosmetics that had a lot that actually pertained to mm-hmm. the lore itself yes. as far as like the tribes and who they were the fact that there were different tribes for the different seas mm. and just how they like the wilds tribes being purely uh like ship based yeah like, yeah that is such a crazy concept to me mm. like there was a whole tribe of people that they didn't ever find their homestead on the actual islands mm. they they just and i mean i don't blame them look at the world <laughs> yeah, no, yeah yeah especially crooked masks. yeah oh, God, yeah. Um, so but yeah i mean i i i would love to have like more people talking about the flavor text and and if you did a if you did kind of a deep dive in to try and connect some of the the stories and stuff i think there's enough there Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah yeah maybe even more after the update actually yeah yeah. now that i think about it i mean i am hoping are you looking forward to all the sorry carry on go ahead i was gonna say um uh that the the there's a lot of islands in the game people have been asking me to do um i think somebody asked me to do uh uh, Wanderer's Refuge was one of them, and I had uh, to explain to them that the only real law in Wanderer's Refuge is what the game's already given us. Um, there's not yeah. really there's some dilapidated buildings, but there's nothing sort of backstory behind that. So I mean, it could be to do with a shroud, it could be to do with some sort of you know 
huge war that happened, but there was a lot of islands that I can't do lore on because there's simply nothing there to do. It'd be very much speculation rather than lore. So, yeah. Is it is it weird to you that we have foundations for buildings, but no no major structures mm. built? Like I think Wanderer's Refuge actually is kind of one of the few where there's actually still some remnants mm. of the actual buildings, especially on the south end mm-hmm. uh, of it, where like there was something there. There's there's nothing now, mm. but then again, you look at like Golden Sands, mm. and like Golden Sands is a proper like outpost. Yeah, yeah, but. You look at Wanderer's Refuge, and it's like, was, was that just like some governor who just had like a, a homestead up there? Yeah. Like, what what is up with the with some yeah. of the foundations that we have? Well, I've forgotten. Was it in the book or is some part of law? I think it was Diving Bell mentioned that some parts of the Sea of Thieves were covered by the Shroud, but only recently came into the yeah. Shroud. I can't remember. Was that was that Shores of Plenty or was it? Yeah, yeah, because I'm. It was. Yeah, it was it was shores of plenty because that was where uh, the the flame hearts, um, like some of those areas had been pulled back mm. as a result of the of the shroud moving, mm. and uh, you know some some areas would be engulfed and some areas would would open up and I think that's like for example like the the forsaken shroud was the first in game reference to. Mm the shroud pulling back yeah yeah because i'm wondering if that's what the buildings are that they're they're, they were there before the shroud you know came over them and you know they do say the shroud was it digests wood and warps metal or something so maybe they Mm -hmm. maybe the shroud ruined all those buildings and it's being you know uncovered again and it's uh in the state it is it is in now but um yeah which makes me makes me wonder if we'll ever have uh like areas in the sea of thieves like right now everything that we have in game is you know it's it's there because that's where the the voyage is that's where the game actually is mm. designed around and for the most part uh stuff that is in the game is probably going to stick around mm. and just be built up to but i ever i always wonder like could islands actually be consumed by the shroud for a certain amount of time like during an event could there mm. or an update could there be areas where like you know half of half of shores of plenty just disappears to the shroud because that would be nice the, yeah. the shroud just moved in yeah. and you just don't get to sail in those areas yeah. for a while uh in that you come back and you find out that you know like buildings are gone or buildings have changed like and the reason i bring that up has has to do with the fact that um we don't have like proper towns or like forts in the game mm. and i'm wondering like you know is that something where we need to have the shroud kind of consume what's there give the team time to build change and develop and then when the shroud like come recedes uh there's nothing there for a time and then as as updates come like the 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 outposts slowly build themselves up to be like more made out of stone Mm -hmm. uh something that would persist yeah that would be nice Um, yeah yeah that's 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 something that they could definitely um yeah like you said it will give them time to actually uh say for example they could cover up uh smugglers bay and leave it covered up for a couple of months and then when it resurfaces Mm -hmm. Um, it's completely stripped of everything. It looks very much like one of the devil's raw uh, islands, and over a course of two or three yeah. weeks, starts to you know get its vegetation back. Then people move in, maybe turn into a, a new fort or something. I hold on, my wife's just come in. <laughs> Hello, dear. <laughs> Thank you. She just gave me a coffee. That's love. <laughs> um, 
yeah so yeah i would i do like that idea maybe maybe even in the future having the shroud similar to the storm that we've got in the game where the shroud is a constantly evolving like um uh weather system so some some of the time an island will get completely covered in the shroud and you have to run out of there quickly or or, you know suffer the 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 victim of the shroud or yeah that's I, I I've always kind of wondered like why the shroud is so kind of like I understand mechanically like why in the game mm. the shroud is what it is but uh, if I, if I'm living in that world and I and I think about the shroud I feel like the shroud should be something that does kind of ebb and flow like it moves with the water and it decides you know to move in and you know, I'm talking as if it's like a an actual being but. Mm when it moves in it engulfs like half the island for a certain amount of time mm. and you can go in it but if your ship's there then good luck you're not gonna you're not gonna have your ship yeah. and that's just one of those things where you have to worry about like is the shroud coming do i have to do i have to move my ship is it something that um mm. you know I, I i need to get off the island or if i i can hang out yeah yeah things things like that like i've, I've always wondered how come they haven't utilized the shroud as as like a, a threat in mm. itself outside of just being like these are the borders for the sea of yeah yeah i mean this is the one thing with the the fog system that came in i was i was a, a little bit disappointed that there wasn't some sort of damage system with the fog because i mean they called it shrouded spoils and my first initial thought when i heard the title i thought are oh, they actually going to be bringing the shroud in into the game as a, as a yeah but then they just using the word shroud as in you know fog so a little bit disappointed than that but at the same time i can see you know why they didn't have the fog as a damageable you know yeah. weather encounter because there would be a lot of complaints let's let's face it but um yeah definitely the shroud the shroud being a, a proper force within the sea of thieves would would be very nice and also the shroud in its current state would, would be nice to see it updated so it actually looks like the shroud and not just uh as my friend says kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> actually, 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 have it as you know, fog and you know, some very, yeah, some very weird things there would, happening in it and stuff. I, I, I would love to see, um, I would love to see a ship actually deteriorate, uh, like, not, I'm not talking like Thanos snapping his fingers, like <laughs> deteriorate, but like kind of parts of it like breaking away yeah. and whatnot, but. Uh, uh, just kind of thinking off the off the cuff i think it would be interesting if 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 you're in the shroud um having like these kind of ghostly wraiths like mm. just kind of rip off parts of the ship mm. uh as you as you persist in it like the shroud is is just this like force and it's and it's not necessarily like damaging the ship that it's just like that's what the shroud does mm. but that there's actually like a force of of nature that is like ripping apart the ship with these like kind of ghouls yes, or, yeah. or like spirits yeah you know have something that that actually represents why you're mm. why you're taking damage as opposed to just taking yeah damage. yeah reminds me of uh, i don't know if you know the film but langoliers stephen king film about the book as well but yeah oh, it's very similar yeah. very similar to that yep. yeah yeah god man i did not like those langoliers <laughs> when that film came <laughs> yeah. out too yeah yeah and, and to me with the with the paper shredding oh, uh, man, i hated to yeah me. yeah God. God, yeah. Sorry, that's just very specific thoughts yeah. about that film yeah. just popped into my head. But yeah, something like the Langoliers, where it would where it would constantly like kind of chew away at the world as it was like. Yeah. I mean, spoilers. It's it's there in the past. Yeah. And as they moved into the future, like the Langoliers would eat the the reality of the past, yeah. which is a weird concept. Yeah. 
Um, also quite quite yeah. fitting for Sea of Thieves as well, actually. It could very well be something like that. That could be what the Whispering Plague is. It could be time catching up on itself. Interesting theory. <laughs> I like how you just brought it around, yeah. brought it right back around. <laughs> um, that was, uh, oh, and then the, uh, I mean, I guess we kind of, we've talked pretty much theories uh, in regards to um, the second question as far as like wild theories. Mm. Uh, with the lore and, and the history of Sea of Thieves, if there's anything that, that has yet to be confirmed that you have wild theories about. We've kind of been talking about that for, for an hour and a half yeah. now. But, um, is there, is there as we kind of wrap things up, is there anything that, that you'd like to, to, to say or, or plug? Anything that you want to... Not really, no. Uh, I mean, the only thing I'd, I'd like to say is it's just been a pleasure talking with you, really. I mean, we've we've sort of talked one-on-one on, on Twitter occasionally and liked each other's posts, but we've never actually had the chance to properly sit down and talk with each other, and it's been it's been a very awesome little thing. Um, I, I'm yeah. trying to think of anybody that I could plug. I mean, the only guy is Goose Gaming for that video that I mentioned earlier on. He's, he's done an extensive amount of work on that video, so definitely... Go check out Goose Gaming on uh, YouTube. He's got some good stuff coming out. Um, yeah, I can't really think. Where can people find you? Uh, people find me uh, usually in a bus stop somewhere crying. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> uh, well, you can find you can find me on YouTube, Captain Falcor, and you can find me on uh, Twitch as Captain Falcor. And I think that's the only places I visit. Yes, I don't go anywhere else. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, do you have a stre- uh, set stream uh, schedule? Not, as as not at the going? moment. I tend to uh, stream usually Mondays and Wednesdays, but um, I haven't put a schedule down mm-hmm. yet because time's very, very lax. I've actually managed to get myself to a point now where I'm doing my full-time, what well, was my full-time uh, freelance graphic design. I've now been able to pull, pull that down to part-time um, just basically from uh, you know getting revenue and stuff from YouTube and Twitch, I've a- able to actually do my my proper job part time. But it still means my job is still there, so nice. um, I, yeah. I still have to make time for that, and also time you know for my wife and life it- itself. So, uh, but until until the foreseeable future, I'm just going to stream when I feel like it. So yeah, usually usually Mondays and Wednesdays. Sometimes I do a late stream on the weekends, but it's usually. During the day in England, uh, what would it be now? British, British Standard Time it would be now. So twelve yeah. thirty p.m. till about three thirty p.m. and then seven p.m. till about ten o'clock on the on the weekends if I stream. But yeah, but it's always Sea of Thieves. So. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. And then uh, any messages for the devs? Um, I mean, I, I could do the cliche thing and say, keep up the good work, because they are. They're doing great work. They really, really are. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think, actually, if I've got any messages for them. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, they're, they're, they're made, they've made me happy. <laughs> I'm enjoying the game. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say um, they definitely need to say new and interesting ways more often, because that's that's laxed off recently, I think. I think... <laughs> I think the the I'll, the public have, uh, have 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 stopped them from saying it, but I, I do like the new and interesting ways. They need to make that more and more uh, prevalent in the future. I, I actually, I think it's uh, I think it's because we haven't seen Chapman around. Yeah, true, like, true. He's been he's the, he's the he's been missing. Yeah, for, yeah. What, what yeah, where has he gone? It's interesting. Maybe I, I think they have him locked. Yeah, up. probably. I don't. I think he's been stuck in a brig somewhere <laughs> for for weeks. <laughs> And he, like, I, I was talking with him one day, and and I, I was keeping him longer than I probably should have. And the <laughs> the last the last little bit, he's like, "All right, thanks for the chat. I have to go see my wife because I don't see her anymore." And I'm like, "Oh, God. 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. Why did I sit here talking with you? <laughs> I would Don't, I would love to sit down and have a chat with my chaplain though. I, I've I've tried to reach out to him a couple of times on um on Twitter and say you know I'd love to just talk about not necessarily what's to come in the game but how the game was you know produced and you know the whole backstory. Yeah. I mean I I know a lot because of what's of what I've seen on Twitter, but I would love to get the you know from yeah. the horse's mouth so to speak the proper perspective of how it all built up. It'd be great. Yeah. I, I find myself shouting at him uh, in DMs a lot. And, and every every once in a while, like I'll catch him at the right mood, yeah. and he'll just be like, "Let me just talk to one of these little kids. Let me show them what's what's lore. This is actual lore, son. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get his ear for a little bit, and that's just like it's like a magical moment. Yeah. I'm just like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my it's god. funny because I I can talk um, to the developers. I mean, they they're, they're following me and stuff, but I I, I get that kind of fanboy thing going on where i'm kind of like i think i spoke to yep. i spoke to joe neat recently on 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 um on uh, dm and i was asking him if he could get some uh, photos actually for tomorrow's video some photos of the ship that was yeah. uh, built for built by chok moju um muju even um and he he got back to me and said oh it's probably best if you ask one of the cms for it but the main reason i was asking him is because i wanted the picture of him with, with the ship and yeah uh, but still I, I asked him but yeah I, I kind of i very kind of pussyfoot myself around the devs i'm like oh, hello mr man um i'm that person uh, hello yeah. you know and i keep on forgetting that just just like me they're human beings and if i did say to Joni, yo fella could you get me some photographs you know he, he wouldn't even bat an eyelid um so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's it's funny yeah. yeah i i still like at this point i i basically i shout theories and questions to 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 mike and some of the other devs mm. craig duncan's the only one that i'm still like very proper with right like he's still very like yes sir thank you sir appreciate your uh, follow <laughs> sir yeah you have you have yourself a nice day yeah, yeah. love the love the, the dogs yeah i think i yeah. think the last the last um, thing i said to Joni, which was a little bit cheeky but i thought i've got to i got to get some of my personality in there i, I can't find the tweet now hold on where it was a well it's a dm <laughs> i can't find it it's got so many dms on on twitter it's ridiculous but um he said uh i said to him <laughs> could you get these photos for me you know if it's at all possible if you've got the time i realize you're very busy and i said i realize you're very busy um i realize you're very busy making sure the shredded ghost doesn't uh spawn but if you could get it done yeah. <laughs> if you could get it done i'd be very very generous and I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure how he took that i'm hoping he took it well that, that, i wasn't sort of you know oh, okay. uh, but uh, he just said, uh, "Oh yeah. yeah." He just said, um, "Yeah, it's probably it, best it's, to ask Emma." So I was like, "Yeah, all right, okay, I'll do that." And then she came through. She she sent us some very nice stuff, actually. Um, she managed to get the team to all stand around the ship and do pretend shock faces, and she took some video footage yeah. of them thanking Chok Muju. I thought it was really really nice of her to go out of that, you know, make the effort just for me. Yeah, yeah it's really really nice of her and Chok Muju as well. Yeah, I love that CM team too. Yeah, like they're great. They're, they're just so great. They they really go above them. In in the devs too. The few devs that that I have uh, conversations with are are just they're some of the best people. Like I I've I've been playing games since I was a you know a wee lad, mm. and to to have this kind of relationship with a with a studio is mm, yes, it, it's it's breathtaking. Mm. Like how often do you just get to talk to, to random devs? Like I have a couple of friends for like heroes of the storm mm. that I've, I've met through other friends at like BlizzCons and stuff. And we talk and we converse and hang out and stuff. Um, but like, I, I have like a, a, a line in the sand. That's like, don't talk to them about heroes of the storm. Cause they're not going to say anything <laughs> rare 
Rare is like so willing just to to like tease you, just the cutest little stuff every once in a yeah. while, and you're just like, oh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah. You really love this. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing. It, it does feel. It, again it's another cliche but it does feel like a little family it's it's this sort of this this mm-hmm. this hub of um people sort of one-on-one giving gyps at each other and occasional leaks and you know it's 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 just great it's, it's like we're all it's like we're all sort of friends you know it's like like we're all sat sat at a, uh, having a sunday roast uh with the family and you know uh uh, Mike mm-hmm. Chapman's a little bit drunk and he starts to talk about too much stuff and <laughs> so <laughs> you got Craig Duncan at the fireplace yeah. you know, all that kind of, yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah um, yeah I feel like John and John and Joe are somewhere off in another room like <laughs> fighting each other on on Street Fighter yeah, or yeah. Mortal Kombat or yeah. something and they're just constantly trying to one-up each other yeah 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 and then you got Shelly yeah. Shelly Preston acting as the mother shouting upstairs to Joe and John like will you keep that noise down yeah, Shut up, yeah. Shelly. She is. <laughs> Shelly is. <laughs> I heard you the first time, Mom. I'll be down in a second. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I love that team. I, I can't think of I, I I can't think of another group of of developers mm. where I've so so I've sought them out, like learn their names, wanted to get to know them, wanted to learn more about who they are, mm. and followed them so so like persistently Mm -hmm. like it's it's one thing to 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 see like you know studio head and be like oh my god it's the guy from bethesda (laughs) and he's got stuff and skyrim and oh my god it's so amazing fallout on the fire and then it's another to have like an actual rapport online with Mm. with actual game developers from a studio who are building this thing that they're excited to give to us and they get to work on a daily basis but just to see like our reactions to Mm. it um it's 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 a it's a treasure. Yeah. It's an absolute it really, really treasure. Is. And and, and, and the fact as well that they they um they talk about and, and retweet um in length some of the time about just people who are just playing the game, not not content creators or uh, streamers or anything, just some yeah. random Joe that's that's put a screenshot up of a megalodon eating their girlfriend or something, <laughs> and they just like, hey, yeah. look at this, this is great, and they they actually do have a conversation and the tweets. It's not just you know here's a picture, you know. They actually sort of talk about what happened and things, and it's it's great. You don't see that in other games, really. You don't see developers talking about just random Joes that something that happened. No. You know, it's it, it's really really great to see. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a company so dedicated to not only like involving the community members mm. in content on a weekly basis, mm. but to to engage with them, uh, sail with them, mm. to to you know to be able to take their feedback. Uh, you know, with without having a chip on their shoulder about it, like it's it's so it's so refreshing to see that. Mm. And I think if if anything can be taken away from from their endeavors to make this game is is that every game studio needs to have a have a real sit down serious look at like how they approach their community because mm. so many games alienate their player base because they're afraid of feedback mm-hmm. that it kills the 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 thriving community that could be happening around it and it's it that's i think that's the thing that i love the most about this game is is the the game itself but the community and the studio and how this kind of trifecta has has emerged from a game that people panned at release Mm -hmm. and has since proven itself time and time again it didn't need to prove itself when it was released it was a great game when it came mm. out and the fact that they've that they put the the nose to the grindstone and just constantly 
iterated and improved and, and built on that that base that it started out with is mm. it's insane to me that people had the gall to sit there and be like that's a great meh yeah i'm see you in a year i'm like oh yeah slap you yeah yeah I'm like, oh. yeah yeah but and anyway um so yeah thank you so much i i really appreciate you coming on to to talk that's fine dude that's um, fine it's, it's been a pleasure it's yeah it's something that i've been wanting to do for a long time and, and uh, i wanted to make sure that if i was going to start having guests on that it was going to be uh with people that i i really value their their thoughts and their opinions especially when it comes to to uh, just every aspect of oh, that thanks very much yeah. uh, so so thank you for that that's fine <laughs> and yeah um i think that's gonna do it and call it here yeah brilliant okay